the college basketball experience, big 12 season preview episode on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by underdog fantasy underdog has just added pickup scorchers where you can win a hundred times the amount of money you enter. That's right. Turn $5 into 500 in one game scorch on plus every Sunday they're giving away a hundred grand. Use that promo code SGPN and underdog fantasy for a hundred percent deposit bonus up to $500. We're also brought to you by game time, last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Download the game time app, create that account. Use that promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. We're also brought to you by hall of fame bats, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today, people. And finally, we're brought to you by, well, us in a way. We're giving away three grand in our NFL Second Chance Survivor Contest presented by Corey Pinkston and Barking Dog Properties. Free to enter. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. Once again, free to enter sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. Hey, this is Derek Stevens. I'm the owner of Circle Las Vegas. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. For 2023-24, what a time to be alive! It's Division One football. Well, sorry, it's basketball. It's the Big Twelve. It ain't your murals. You got two weeks after finals. You got a week in July 4th, and you got a week before camp starts. That's a month. That's probably more vacation than you guys get. And we're a little bummed out that we don't get three weeks. Go play intramurals, brother. It's the Big 12 basketball preview, folks. I forgot he has a little football drop in there. Uh, folks, this conference has been absolutely awesome over the past few years. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to talk about it. You're probably wondering who the hell you're listening to. And that is 100% fair. My name is Colby Swigga Database Dad, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick, this is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Would have killed a normal man, but nah, nah, that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was, was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. The medical advice I got freshly back from the dock was uh, Dundee. It's almost college basketball season. You'll live. You'll live. All right. Going to make it through it all. Shout out to the chat. They're rocking along. And I am joined. If you watched, well, first off, you can watch this youtube.com slash the college experience. Subscribe. Tell a friend. It's the hub for all of our college experience episodes. 
But uh, look, maybe you're new. Well, the, when the season tips, we'll be here each and every night of the season. We've been doing this shit for years, folks. Yeah, I repeat, every night of the season. All right, we don't we don't take days off. We don't cut corners like old Dave Thomas said at Wendy's, making those square burgers. He turned him into a fucking billionaire. All right, I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for former former video coordinator for Bob Huggins and Frank Martin. He is the host of the Big 12 College Experience, which you should be subscribed to. He is the host of the Ryan and Rush Show, which you should be subscribed to. Give it up for Ryan McIntyre, aka Moneyline Mac. There's no better league in the damn land than the Big 12. I can't wait to make the case why all 14 teams should be in the dance all year long. Let's fucking go. Oh, I I this is a, <laughs> this is gonna be an interesting one because well, let's bring on the whole crew. So, folks. <laughs> I said he's the host of the Big 12 experience. All right. Well, the Big 12 experience isn't just Moneyline Mac, as much as I know you, you fans out there might want a solo Moneyline Mac show. He's also <laughs> got two of his two of his pals. All right. I don't even know who to introduce first here, but let's go with uh, a guy that uh, you know, he's rumored to have started the beer snake at the uh at the uh <laughs> DC Defenders game. Give it up for Troy Tuning. How you doing, brother? I mean the beer snake, uh, I'll take 50% of the credit and captain obvious brought all the signs. So he gets 50% of the credit too, but talk about a uh, nationwide within weeks, just a COVID killed that thing. I know it was awesome this first year in the XFL, but could you imagine if COVID didn't happen and we got two years running into that? Oh man. I was thinking about doing a circle around the whole state. Now you're talking. Now you're talking. Who knew you were into reptiles? But I dig it. I dig it, man. And we're gonna have to do that at some basketball games this year, I think. Uh, we're also joined by the host, one of the hosts of the Ryan and Rush show. I'm talking about Rush Bishop. How you doing, Rush? Doing great. Excited that uh Big 12. Uh BYU joins the Big 12 this year. I get to bring out the old when they're not playing West Virginia, Jimmer Fredette jersey as a white high school kid that couldn't play basketball. He was uh the modern day version of the great white hope for me. So uh, it's, it's going to be a great, uh, great season for, for big 12. Yeah. And look born in Provo, which yeah. now, now we have BYU in the big 12 Uh huh. went to dub V and grew yep. up in the DC area. You, mm-hmm. I mean, when's Georgetown coming to the big 12, complete the trifecta, <laughs> right? Hey, we got to cook a cook for, for yeah. West Virginia. So we'll take <laughs> That's that the for closest now. Thing. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well guys, well, first look, I mean, I, I, I want to school the audience if they're if they're sitting there, you know, they might not even though, you know, I would kind of be a little shocked, but I'm going to play I'm going to play dumb to the audience. Maybe maybe uh maybe they don't know that this is the one year we are going to have the Texas Longhorns, the Oklahoma Sooners in the Big 12 Conference with the new four teams that is the BYU Cougars that we just mentioned, the Houston Cougars, the uh Cincinnati Bearcats, a lot of a lot of cats in the in this uh, conference, and then the UCF very very Golden Knights. Um, here's my question from the start: We know this conference has been money lately. You add in Houston, who is a like top ten college basketball school over the past five years, I would say. But are the others potentially going to drag the conference down a little bit? Mac, your thoughts. You know, you would think that, and I, I did some deep dive in 
BYU, UCF, and Cincinnati are still, they've been consistently top 75, top 100 programs. So they probably, they by default will take a step back because they're going to learn, holy shit, we got to go to Kansas. We got to go to K State. We got to go to Baylor. Uh, we got to go to Texas Tech, West Virginia. It's going to like, it's going to wear them down, but they're still going to be able to pick teams off at home, I think. So I think in, in the grand scheme, maybe a slight step back. But by the end, Texas and Oklahoma this year are going to be going, get me to the fucking SEC already. Yeah, I mean, look, Cincinnati's been a very good program. It's just of late, maybe past five, six years, they kind of had some struggles. Uh, but they've been a very good pro- shit since Oscar Robinson. They've been playing good basketball there. And uh Bob uh, Huggins, baby. Yeah, obviously, Bob Huggins. Uh, you know, I can remember many, many great battles. I remember he took him to, to the final four back in the day with Damon Flint and company. Um, but uh Okay, so look, I'm buying in on obviously Houston sells itself. Like top 10 team, you're adding a top 10 team. I actually think BYU has been moving in the right direction and then when mm-hmm. you add in their home court, to mm-hmm. me out of the four that enter, the home court that's going to be the hardest to win and well, yeah. Is Houston because of Samson, but BYU because of their crowd. It's been great to watch BC, BYU games over the years whether football or basketball because they fucking pack that thing. So I think they'll fit. Cincinnati's probably going to get out of that rut. I think UCF's really the only true dead weight, even though they made the tournament a couple years ago. If Johnny Dawkins can continue to get these things going in the right direction, Uh, but I don't know, Rush. What do you think is is the weakest link out of the four? Well, it's definitely UCF is because even this year, right? We're we're seeing it a little bit in football. There's an adjustment period for these new Big Twelve teams, and I think in the short term there there probably will be an adjustment period, and we see it with the preseason rankings with most of these teams besides Houston, obviously, but we'll, we'll see how they do with the gauntlet of the big 12 schedule, but you have Cincinnati, UCF and BYU at the bottom of the list, but you brought up um, Cincinnati and BYU and you're absolutely right. Colby is yeah. Maybe they, these schools, BYU has to now go to the fog and, and go travel around the big 12, but all these teams now have to go play in elevation in the winter time. Uh, terrible weather, which sometimes can affect the traffic going in and out of games and teams may not get a chance to warm up as, as much as they want to. And the Marriott center is the second largest on campus basketball right behind Syracuse too. So you may not see it in, in the short term, but long-term is you'll, you'll see Cincinnati BYU and obviously Houston fit into this big 12. Well, um, what we're calling the kind of purgatory big 12 this year, because obviously it changes again next year. We'll see. Um, that's up for discussion, but the weak the weak link of it all is going to be UCF. But now that they got Power Five behind them, we saw them turn around their whole football program. Now they're le- the one of the leading programs in Florida. Maybe they can do it with their basketball program too. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sorry, I was chuckling because Fred Durst is already in the chat, getting ready for the new year. <laughs> uh, you know, you're such you're such a talented musician, Fred. We appreciate you uh, <laughs> taking time out of your busy busy tour schedule to uh, join oh, the man. college basketball experience. Uh, I will say emphasis. no, I mean, I think he's a terrible musician, but uh, I did like, you know, a lot of people hated that, uh, that movie <sighs> he, he directed with Travolta. He's like a, he's like a super fan or something. Have you guys seen this movie? He directed like a movie with John Travolta <laughs> that I actually thought was, I look, I didn't think it was that bad. I kind of dug it actually. Uh, and we know his dating history is fantastic. So Fred, you know, you're okay. You're okay, man. All right. Terrible musician, <laughs> yeah. though. Yeah. Well, that's the but that's the that's the secret of the world, though. He took, you know, he pursued being terrible to the point of being a millionaire, <laughs> and that 
that takes skill. You know what I mean? I agree. <laughs> when you're so bad at something, you can call it like a new art form. And then people are like, oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, then, and, and then like along the way, when he's like, Day, I forget the track, right? It was like Alyssa Milano. Uh, it was uh, one of the best. It was like Derek Jeter even was sitting there like, damn, Fred Durst, right? Like, you know, he was, I, I forget. It was like, I don't know. It was like Alyssa Milano. I feel like he had a stint with Pam Anderson, a bunch. There was a bunch. I don't remember. It's all on the interwebs, as George W. said. Um, uh, but Troy, I, look, I don't want to just throw you, uh, uh, throw you, at, you know, without I ask those guys questions. So, what is Fred Durst's best song? No, I'm joking. I'm fucking with you. Um, uh, okay, so I will say it is really, really funny that at Woodstock '99, when the band that had the song named Break Stuff started playing the song Break Stuff people began to break stuff <laughs> that, Wait, and they acted like they weren't prepared for it. <laughs> Do you know what's funny about that documentary? It's like they try to want to paint this picture of how awful Woodstock 99 was and stuff. And I finished watching. I'm like, I kind of wish I was there. That's my answer. Like, can you go back any time in a time machine? Woodstock 99. Yeah. Oh, over 69. Yeah. No, no. Oh, yeah, that'd be, I don't sure. know. I don't know. That's a, that's a catch 22. Knowing that I could bring yeah. in my own cooler of water and not pay like 12 bucks for a bottle of hot water. Oh, we'd be fine. We'd probably that's start true. selling them and that's just leave true. after the first day. And I'm, I'm very intimidated about the acid dosages in 69. I don't know that I'd be able to handle that, but, uh, but still be in 69. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Folks, we're going to, we're going to preview every team. All right. Uh, but before we do that, I gotta, I gotta tell you that the college basketball experience is brought to you by second chance survivor. Holy shit. And the NFL gambling podcast, which you can, which Moneyline Mac is a part of. Um, Look, uh, we all want a second chance at life. And uh, you know, sometimes you don't get it. Sometimes you just sitting there waiting for that opportunity. You pissed it away and you can't get it. Uh, not here at SGPN. We're going to give you that second chance. All right. Cause look, we know you're not. You, and you look, I, I know the chat likes to, to brag about their picks. I got people DMing me. You don't know shit, Kobe. I know bad. I know more. And I'm like, okay, cool. Right on, man. You made money, right? But I, I, I tend to think you're full of shit. Uh, look, uh, we've all we've all been kicked out of our survivor. I'm just gonna go ahead and say that. I think I'd be very surprised. I have one left. I'll put it like that. I started with five. I'm down to one. I'm down to one. Um, and I barely am, am down to one. You know, I almost got kicked out this past weekend. But I, I, I lost basically a good portion of mine on the Redskins losing to the Bears. Um, so. Don't worry, we got you covered with SGPN Second Chance Survivor, uh, presented by Corey Pinkston and Barking Dog Properties. Three thousand dollars are up for grabs. Winner take all starts this week. So sign up now. SportsGamblingPodcast.com/survivor. That's SportsGamblingPodcast.com/survivor. We're also brought to you by the NFL Gambling Podcast. I mentioned this. Moneyline Mac, he's on that show, right? Uh, the NFL Gambling Podcast guys are doing a review contest. Leave an Apple Podcast review with your favorite touchdown-related bet for the weekend. And the biggest winner gets a $50 SGPN gift card. Make sure to include your YouTube username in the review. So, you know, so we can contact the winner. Make sure you get your, your, your nice little gift card there for the holidays. All right. So check out the NFL gambling podcast. We're also brought to you by underdog fantasy underdog has just introduced scorchers. All right, go five for five and pick up scorchers and enjoy a spicy hundred times payout. 
And for a limited time, uh, underdogs extending their first deposit bonus up to five hundred dollars. They're giving away a hundred grand every every Sunday. Holy hell! That's how much Limp Biscuit probably gets paid to fucking go to, you know, Istanbul or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, look, ten lucky players are going to get ten k each week. All right. So toss out, you know, toss out your favorite underdog. I'll give you one. I, I mean, I was going to do it here, but the game kicked. I was on Middle Tennessee, the Blue Raiders tonight. So I guess I'll jump over to uh, the Rice Owls coming into H.A. Statman, H.A. Chapman Stadium in Tulsa, Oklahoma on Thursday. Uh, JT Daniels in his 45th year of college football is going to pull off the upset. Um, so watch along, make your picks. Maybe make a little extra cash on Underdog's mobile app or website, UnderdogFantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to five hundred dollars. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. All right, we are back on the college football, college basketball nope. experience. Jesus, I'm doing too many hey, episodes. Preseason, it's all right. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing too many episodes. I'll be honest. I was looking at uh, Fred D- Fred Durst's dating history again. Um, that that threw me. That's the one that threw me off. All right, ready? I'm gonna just quickly, quickly go through if I have it. Okay, so I am seeing a bunch of of attractive women that I don't even know the names of, and then uh, apparently he was with Jessica Simpson. At one point, Paris Hilton. At one point, Halle Berry. At one point, um, Pam Anderson. I was right there. Alyssa Milano. I was right there. Brittany Murphy. Apparently, um, Brittany Spears. To uh, Tara Reid. At one point, I, Carmen Electra. I mean, he for being a no talent musician has really, you know, I you gotta like him because he took. You know, did it all for the nookie baby. That's impressive. I'll just say, I'll just say that's impressive. And that goes, that's a a classic. We don't even need to go deep on this. We don't even need college professors breaking this down or that, uh, that, you know, women will just jump on you because you're, you're popular. You know what I mean? That's essentially what that means. Right. Uh, Mac, your analysis of that. Yeah, about right. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I, I was I, I was reading about all these good players Kansas has come in. And I was like, God damn it, they're going to be good again. <laughs> okay, you, you don't feel comfortable talking Limp Biscuit? Okay, I understand. Right, no, I'm locked in. Laser focus over here. I understand. <laughs> I, I like to veer left sometimes, but I thought that track record was uh, look. And I'm not yeah. trying to shit on women. I'm just saying that this is it's one of these things in life. You know what I mean? That happens the other way. Look at the fucking owner of the Rams. He found out that that woman owned a bunch of Walmart shit. And he's like, I'm on board. Right <laughs> now he's a fucking owner of a what? What? He he met her at a ski lodge. What a fucking ski trip! Right. That still know. counts as being an idiot enough until you get rich doing it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. He's a genius. All of them are geniuses. I'm I'm the idiot over here. No, I'm joking. Uh, all right, look, let's jump into this mix. Uh, let's talk about the Baylor Bears. Scott Drew entering his twenty. Damn, I feel old. <laughs> I know. Damn, I Why? feel old. Twenty-first season for Scott Drew. Damn. I feel like he's been there like seven years, man. Um, <laughs> they were twenty-three and eleven last season, eleven and seven in conference. They lost in the second round of the NCAA tournament, and I think I had them going around further. Uh, they lose Adam Flagler. They they lose Keontae George, L.J. Cryer, Flo Thamba, all gone. Um, but they brought in a bunch. Of man, 
Uh, Ray J Dennis is a fucking stud. If you guys haven't caught Maction basketball, uh, mm-hmm. I'm talking. You know that that was a huge get, and also getting Jaden Nunn from VCU. Uh, they also have Jalen Bridges, Max Boy, and uh, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> and 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 how do I pronounce this this guy's name again? Jonathan Chwamba Chwacho. Uh, JTT. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying, dude. I, I, you know yeah. what's crazy is if Chamba, I have, cha cha cha. <laughs> if I have like five whiskeys, I feel like I can nail these names. But if sober, it's just not. It's just not hitting the same. Um, they also <laughs> they also get Langston Love. Remember, you know he's a guy that flashed as a freshman. Well, he was injured, right, and then flashed. But uh, he's coming back. Um, Troy, I know you're a Baylor fan. What do you what do you make of uh, Scott Drew this year? Obviously, you won the national championship a few years back, but uh, do you think they will be better than a season ago? See, I thought last year's team was actually really good, and and just the Big Twelve itself was also really fucking good. Uh, they got banged up at the wrong time. They got hot, you know, way too early. At, at fifteen and zero, you're thinking, man, this team, this they must just shoot threes all the way to the national championship and not much is going to change. I don't think I, I, I really think this is your cha 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 team of the big 12 <laughs> where they're, they really are going to live and die by that, that jump shot. And, you know, Jacoby Walters, they're hoping on him to be I was about to George. Say, that's one that I feel like everyone has been talking about in the college basketball world. The question is: Is can he step in right away, right, and 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 you know be a key player? Now I feel like in basketball it's a lot. You see it more common where a freshman can come in and be a gigantic impact. Um, Mac, what do you make of this of this Baylor team? Yeah, so they took a step back a little bit from where they were. I mean, but it, grand scheme of things, they were a one seed for three straight years, so they were bound to take a slight step back into that three four line. But the main thing is they were outside of uh, the top 100 in defense. They 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 were not a good defensive team, and you could tell it, it drove Scott Drew insane. I think getting JTT back healthy really solidifies that defense on the back end, and I think that was the main reason they took a step back. Top four team in the Big 12. You you, you can't bet against Scott Drew and his track record of bringing in these transfer guards with R.J. Dennis and Jaden Nunn. We just saw it with Cryer. And Flagler, um, you go back. Mitchell was a transfer. Butler was a transfer. I mean, he's been there, done that. Baylor's going to be really fucking good once again. And Dennis and Nunn were both beasts on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah. Um, I don't know, Rush. Uh, you were telling me you think BYU is already be- <laughs> better than Baylor. Uh, your thoughts on the Bears? Well, they burnt me in football because I was trying to make a surprise pick and, and choose Baylor to win the Big Twelve, and me then too. they lose to Kansas too. State yeah. right off the bat. So it's like, oh, yeah, that, that dark horse needs to go to the glue factory, as Troy and I were joking about. But yeah, how Baylor kind of transitions with these new guys in there, especially something interesting uh, that I just got reminded of is the fact that LJ Cryer is going over to Houston. So I'll be curious about that matchup. Uh, but something interesting kind of from the West Virginia side of things with, with Jalen bridges, I know how much Ryan loves him and we love him here in West Virginia. Uh, and, and this is just kind of is what it is, is when he is playing with like a deuce McBride and it's a sheep way and like other guys that are around him, he does a good job of, of, of stepping in and, and doing his job. But like, if there's a game where you may need to lean on him, he's, 
I, he's not that guy. So these new guys coming in are, are going to have to be the ones to carry the torch because it, it just, it's kind of the fact of the matter. It, it's as much as we've all been waiting for Jalen Bridges to make that next step up and he just hasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'm super intrigued by this team because they did take a little step back last year, but I feel like I love those transfer additions. And if, and if the freshman's mm-hmm. as good as what they're saying, watch out world. Uh, let's jump. Let's jump over and talk about the BYU Cougars, the ultimate super soakers of this conference. And uh, <laughs> look, I mean, Mark Pope, I have been, I have been uh, a fan. I liked what Pope did at uh, what was it? Utah Valley, I believe. And then, yeah. uh, uh, you know, he jumps in. People don't remember Mark Pope, former uh, Patino guy, right? I believe that played at, uh, at at Kentucky. If memory serves me correct, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, and uh, won the national championship. Uh, so, but I thought he's been building BYU up for this. Like, I feel like BYU has been. I guess last year I kind of thought they were going to be a tiny bit better, but I still think they've been getting better each year that he's been there. Um, now they do. They do obviously take a gigantic step up. In a, in a way, the WCC was actually—I mean, obviously the Big Twelve is better than the WCC, but the WCC I think was better than what the national perception was a, a oh, year yeah. ago. Yeah, uh, they lose Rudy Williams. They they lose uh, George as well. Both of those guys combined for about you know twenty three points a game. Um, they do bring in a, a couple transfers that I don't know. You know, getting Khalifa Ali Khalifa from Charlotte. Is an interesting get. He averaged about twelve points a game with the Clits in in uh, in Charlotte there. But they return Spencer Johnson. They return uh, Dallin Hall. They return Jackson Robinson. Uh, they return Fusini Triore. <laughs> anyway, uh, look, th- th- this is a team that that I kind of like the returning production. Also bringing in Dawson Baker from UCI. UCI keeps a good program. Um, Mac, what's your thoughts? Or no, 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 no. Hold on. Wait a second. We got we got BYU blood here. Rush, your <laughs> thoughts. Your thoughts on the Cougars entering their first year in the Big Twelve? Yeah. So definitely, as we talked about from the long term scheme of things, this is a no brainer decision, and they will bring uh, the legendary basketball program that that they've had in the past. Whether it's been Danny Ainge or Jim or Fredette or anyone you want to throw Love in it. there. Uh, as long as Brandon Davies, you know, keeps it together or Brandon Davies like, but that's a conversation for another time. Um, a real interesting story this offseason with this BYU program was Quez Glover. And that's someone you're not bringing in as a coming in, coming out guy because he he was in real quick and then he went over to Kansas State. And the stuff he said was interesting, kind of lost trust. Um, BYU is in a unique position in the transfer portal NIL era because there, there is money there in BYU, as we discussed when we did our football preview, Colby, mm-hmm. and you don't have to necessarily live the Mormon lifestyle for four or five years. So maybe you come in, you know, you, what Slovis is doing the BYU equivalent. So there's that advantage, but the, the Glover stuff has me intrigued because I think there's a lot to that. than they're, they're letting on. All we know is that he lost faith. But I do want to say this to kind of the positive spin on BYU. There were a lot of games last year that came down to, to just the wire. And they kind of just found themselves on the, the bad side of these one possession games like we see in the past. And sometimes they have a way to even themselves out the next year. I, I, I in terms of a prediction, it's I, I've, the way I feel about this team is let's wait and see where how we feel about a lot of teams in the transfer portal area. We get feelings, but 
until we actually see out there and how mesh they mesh and especially in the league here. But there, this is Mark Pope is the guy. I, I I do agree there, but he does need to take that next step up this year. At least show that they can be solidified in the Big Twelve. That they've earned their spot. They're gonna get a couple teams in Provo. They are, mm-hmm. like I oh, feel like yeah. I feel like whenever Gonzaga played there. Now I feel like sometimes Gonzaga would escape by by the you know a hair, but. Night in, night out, they're gonna bite some teams that people are gonna think, oh, 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 Houston's coming in to, to Provo. That's that's a for sure win. No, no. It's I mean, I'm just using it as an example. Maybe Houston beats them, but I'm saying if you're just thinking that's an automatic dub on the Big 12 schedule, they're gonna learn that that's one of the harder places to go into. Um, Mac, your thoughts on the Cougs. Yeah, I mean the analytics guys love BYU. They got BYU as a top ten team, whether it's Bartorvik or Kempom, whichever one you want to use. But I'm going to tell you right now, not so fast, my friend. As Lee Corso <laughs> would say, they are not finishing in the top ten of the Big Twelve. And like you said, they're going to be they're going to be a pain in the ass when you go to Provo. But I don't think I I'd be surprised if they win a road game the entire big 12 conference. It goes both ways. They finished fifth back-to-back years in, in the WCC. They always gave, like you said, Gonzaga and St. Mary's uh, fits when they would go out to Provo, but they struggled on the road. They're going to struggle on the road again. Like I said, I think they will be a pest at home, but I mean, this is a transition year for BYU. Um, I got him at the bottom, bottom part of the league. Mm, mm, mm. Troy, your thoughts on the Cougs. Are you as harsh as your uh, as as your as your partner on the show there, um, I think so. I don't know how well this is going to come off, but I see BYU as a, a definitely a spoiler. They're definitely going to take a few teams off, as you said. But you know, having enough returning scoring coming back to your team, they're going to early in the season. They're going to be a team that might be able to pull something off right away before other teams can develop into what they really are. I could see BYU being a team that like beats San Diego State and then loses to Bellarmine at home. Hey, yeah, Bel- that's a great way good. to explain Bel- Bellarmine. Yes, well, be- no, Bellarmine's call- awesome. Yeah, the old <laughs> no. Florida Southern moccasins took them down in the uh, uh, <laughs> the Division Two Final Four. We took them down on a last second buzzer beater. Oh, they are awesome. Look at that, folks! Subscribe to the to the Big Twelve experience for that knowledge. He's like he's he started the beer snake. He's talking about moccasins. You know what I mean? He's got you covered. Um, uh, no, I I I do that week one or I call it week one. It's the first week of the college basketball <laughs> season. Uh, you get San Diego State coming to Provo. Watch the fuck out. And mm-hmm. I mean that's fantastic. Jimmer Kawhi. I remember yeah. those games. Woo. Dude, that is yeah. beautiful. Oh yeah, I'm glad to see that game on the schedule. I can't. I think that's opening Friday. That Friday is fantastic, by the way. Arizona goes to Duke. It, it, that slate is incredible. I'm already sitting over here. I was telling Real Money Kramer in the studio. I was like, we better, better do an SGP show or an SGP show uh, that Thursday night. Um, hey, that might be the last game Kawhi Leonard played. <laughs> was that BYU? It's true. <laughs> well, Very because true. Of all the protests because it was Jimmer versus Kawhi. So yeah. <laughs> uh, let's let's jump on over and talk about the Cincinnati Bearcats. I think this is a, a fair question. I know they went 23 and 13, 11 and seven in the American West Miller's entering year three. And I guess, you know, before I even get to the roster breakdown, I'll break that down in a second, but Mac, is he the right guy for the job? Cause I feel like he came in with a lot of hype. 
Yeah, from Greensboro. I mean, he did a great job at Greensboro, but I I don't know. I I questioned the hire at the time. Um, It should be determined. I I mean, he's entering his third year. He did go from 18 wins to 23 wins. I think we're going to know this year. If they just go into the big 12 and get completely drilled, then he's not. But if he, if they're competitive, then I think he at least gets a fourth and maybe a fifth year. But I mean, this is, this is a tall task for him, man. I mean, they are not, like you said, they are not the Bob Huggins Cincinnati Bearcats or the Mick Cronin Bearcats. I mean, ECU beat him last year and I was surprised we didn't get the big 12 invite after that. that, um, All right. One day, one day, still waiting. We believe checking the mailbox. Maybe we're, maybe we should be checking electronic mail, but uh, we're checking the mailbox. All right. Um, Landers Nolly's gone. Uh, David DeJulia is gone. Micah Adams Woods gone. Jeremiah Davenport gone. Those are all good players from a year ago's you know team, and they all, some of them found good homes elsewhere. Uh, now they do return. Man, I feel like this guy has been in college seventy five years. John Newman the third, son of Johnny yeah. Newman, the former Richmond <laughs> Spider and Charlotte Hornet. I feel like I have been doing a show uh, talking college basketball since two thousand seventeen, and that was. John Newman was to, was there then. I feel like that that's the way I, you know. Anyway, uh look, he's still there. He's 74 years old and uh he's penciled in to start. Now they brought in Simus Lacocious from uh from Butler. Um remember he was a good player on Butler last year. They also brought in CJ Frederick who <laughs> CJ. What the I mean, where where are you going to you going to you sure are you sure? You know the season tips November 6th. You can still transfer to another team if you wanted to, CJ. Um <laughs> He, he so he was at Iowa, then he went to Kentucky. Now he's at Cincinnati. Um, and then you have, I think the uh, the big one they're excited about is Day Day Thomas coming in from junior college. I know they're super excited about him. They return Victor Lachin. I'm probably butchering your name, Odie Aguama. The, these guys they're excited about. Jamil Reynolds, Reynolds also comes in from Temple. He's good. I I know that he's he can play. Um, all in all, I mean, they lost a lot of production, man. I think I'm gonna be honest. I think BYU is better than Cincinnati. Uh, I think this is the this is potentially a team in the basement year one. Mac, your thoughts? I know I'm gonna get the other guys involved, but I, I kind of asked you an early question, and I didn't get you your full take on Cincinnati this year. So finish finish that there. Yeah, I mean, I've heard good things about the roster. People like Wes Miller, but you mentioned it, man. Like you, you can like somebody, but you got to produce. Um, this, this is going to be a tough, tough task for them replacing four other top five scores headed into this league. And they're going to learn too, kind of like BYU being where they're located. Travel's going to be a bitch for, for BYU and Cincinnati with their location UCF as well. So yeah, this is a bottom, bottom part, uh, team for me. I, I just, I can't see them jumping into the top eight, just like BYU. Yeah. They do have a decent home crowd though. That'd be fun. Yeah. Cincinnati Xavier is one of my most you know, must watch games every, every year. I don't care what I'm doing. When I see that on the schedule, I don't care what the scenario is. All right. Like in life, you know what I mean? Could, Oh, you got, you know, family commitment. No, I don't No, the, I don't the uh, dildo game. Yeah. Cr- Crosstown classic. Yeah. The that great, hilarious. I, I mean, well, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Um, <laughs> uh, next up. Um, I, 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 Rush your thoughts on the Bearcats. I know you love Skyline Chili, but uh, I do like Skyline. Yeah, I do. It, it, Enjoyed uh, Cincinnati for the first time. Uh, 
this past spring and actually and reds have a good ballpark. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be, can they make any noise? Can they make that next step up? Uh, can they show something to, to give themselves some type of identity in the big 12? I think long-term they'll, they'll be fine, but actually, Ryan, let me ask you, how long do you think it'll take Cincinnati to get kind of, you know, where, where they can cause some noise in the big 12? Year how many three. years? Year I think three. it's going to take I all think that's them, right. at least year three, May, outside of maybe Houston, but we'll talk about Houston when we get there. Yeah. I was thinking it's, you know, five years from now, we're going to be like, oh, Cincinnati, you know, we that that's a tough game next week, but it it's going to take time for that. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. Uh, Troy, your thoughts on the Bearcats? Uh, I see him as a basement dweller. And maybe, you know, things start to turn around the midpoint of the season. Maybe all the new additions begin to kind of mesh or something like that. And they call themselves to, I don't know, 10th place in the league or something like that. But we don't really need to worry about Cincinnati for a few months. Yeah. Yeah. At best. And to put in perspective on how the last team that came into the league, West Virginia, how long it took them, a Hall of Famer and Bob Huggins, it took him his third year finally got the program going in the right direction. It, it t- it's a different, and they, and we had good teams, but we just didn't fit the big 12 at the time. So well, it's going to take a little bit. And I don't think the big 12 was as good as it is. Then. It wasn't. Yeah. yeah that yeah. is now it took Jamie Dixon three years as well at TCU. Yeah. You think Wes Miller's the guy? I don't know. I need to see more. If you're losing the, yeah, look, probably not. If you're losing the ECU, which like I said, ECU hasn't been dancing since 90, 1991. All right. Till this year. Till this year, baby. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> we can do that. Look, we're checking the mail. I'm going to keep singing it. I need a, I need a fucking saxophone in my life. You know what I mean? I just feel like that's an instrument that's just automatic. You know, you bring that home to the if- wife. Doesn't matter what's going on. Be You're careful good. what you wish for. People wanted Bill Clinton saxophone, and they got another <laughs> snick as well. Uh, it's my favorite, interesting my favorite point. part of that, that song is if you go to the YouTube video, the second comment, the second highest liked comment is Colby from Sports Gambling Podcast Network brought me here. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Uh, I didn't even know that myself. Um, uh, and and so you think that that uh, the saxophone made the trip to uh, Epstein Island? Oh no, no, well, that, that's another, that's another, that's another, that's another episode. Uh, Was it an alto or a tenor? <laughs> uh, let's oh, talk man. about the Houston Cougars with Kelvin Sampson. It, damn, the tenth year already in Houston Rob's feels like comment. five. That's hilarious. Um, <laughs> uh, Thirty-three and four a year ago, seventeen-one in the American. For Kelvin Sampson, who's you know he's actually no stranger to the Big Twelve because he was at OU for a decent amount of time. So if there's anyone that should know, it should be you know old faithful here, Kelvin Sampson, legendary coach. Uh, they do lose some some Marcus Sasser's gone. He was really good for them over the years. Same with Tremont Mark, Reggie Cheney, Jarrett Walker, all gone. Which that's a lot of production. I know Cheney. I think you know he was a key reserve. I feel like over the years. I know you look and see three points, but I remember him being solid. Um, they do bring in L.J. Cryer from Baylor, which is which is you know definitely had me when I saw this news drop. I was I was a little confused. I was like this. Well, well, I don't get. I get 
I mean, to go from winning a national championship to what? Why? I don't understand it. Were yes. you not getting minutes? Wants to no. win another one. Yeah, I'm fair, but I mean, unless you got some scattered ass down there in Houston that you're interested in, I don't understand it. Um, but he transferred. They still have Jamal Shedd, who's a stud. All right. Then, dude, they they killed it in the portal. Damian Dunn from Temple is very good. He's a very good player. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how Samson coaches them. Um, but he's very good. They have Juwan Roberts. They have Javier Francis as well. They even have Arsenault, who's good. Terrence Arsenault, who sh- I thought shined as a fresh. Um, they're recruiting at a really high level. Uh, Milik Wilson also. I mean, this is a great question. This is this will we'll see how. This is the best example to see how tough the Big Twelve is because the other yep. ones I think it's going to be hard to get a gauge. And I actually think you could make the argument that the other ones would struggle potentially in any power five conference or power conference, power six conference. Um, this is the one that I think will really get a gauge on how good the conference, you know, is. Um, I still think they're going to be playing at like, I trust Kelvin Sampson that they're going to be somewhere in the mix to, to, to like it, top five teams to in, in the mix of the big 12 Mac, your thoughts on the Houston Cougars. Yeah, I mean they they bring in guys through the portal, and they already had guys like she uh, that were already in their program. They do they do lose a couple pieces, obviously Walker, Sasser, uh, and Cheney. Those are big pieces that were a part of the teams that led them to all these wins over the last couple of years. Dunn and Cryer, I mean Cryer played in this league. I will say, I think they're going to struggle more than people realize. I do not think they're going to be a top ten team in the country. I think the Big Twelve is going to wear them down, like over a eighteen game gauntlet, I could see them going 11 and seven, maybe even 10 and eight. Like when you're like, and that's still like a five seed in the NCAA tournament. But like, I do not think they're going to be on the one or two line. Once we get to March, this is kind of my hot take. I think Houston is more middle of the road than closer to Kansas. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. No, you might be right. I can see. I mean, every night in night out, man. (laughs) Uh, night I, in night out, uh, Troy, your thoughts. See, I, I think I agree with that. Maybe not to the extent of like a five seed, maybe like a three or seed or something like that. But then when push comes to shove in the NCAA tournament and even in the conference tournaments, when it's guard play and coaching prowess, Houston's going to run people out of the building. It's the reason why LJ Cryer went there is because he probably sees a lots of similarities in the backcourt and being able to pick teams apart from there. And it might not look pretty right off the bat, but I see this team gelling really, really hard. And I think that three and a half to one is something you just got to take with Kelvin Sampson there because the dude knows the big 12. He's won it before liable to win it again for sure. Yeah. And I like what he said over the off season. What did he say? He said something like, we're no, we know we're going to the best basketball conference in the nation, but we want to add to it. We're not going there asking for selfies and autographs. Ooh. Ooh. I like it. They are, they are like going to reverse Dion. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah. Rush your thoughts on, on uh, Kelvin Sampson and the Houston Cougs coming up to uh, the big 12. Yeah, I I think we're kind of all saying the same thing. Where where two things can be true, and don't forget, middle of the, saying that a team's middle of the road in the Big Twelve is it's still better than you know the top tiers it's of a five other seed in the tournament. I know exactly a three to a five seed in the tournament. 
Yeah, I th- I think they could get uh, pretty worn down January, uh, February, but maybe they're the type of team where because they've just been hit by the Big 12 gauntlet that actually that prepares them more and they, they get more conditioned and they strike fire at the right time. And like Troy said, when it comes down to guard play and in the conference tournament and the March Madness is, yeah, maybe they're not going in there as a one or two seed, but because of what they just went through that they haven't gone through in the past, maybe this is them getting to that national championship or getting further than they would have in the American. So I, I can definitely see it from both ends. It, it, I think this Houston team is going to be a lot of fun this year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, night in, night out. What do we got here? Oh, there we go. The, we believe yes. <laughs> oh, 15 <laughs> replies too. I want Colby to DJ my wedding. I need to get over there. I need to get over there. I need to check yeah, this out. Was out of control. That one was so old that I didn't even feel like I needed to notify you. Like I thought you knew about this. I might have. I, I just don't, commented I don't on it. The most recent oh, one. There we go. The crying, the crying, laughing. I love it. I gotta get over here. That's fantastic, folks. So yeah, I was listening to the weave on my own. Oh, I ho- I'm assuming it's on your. Do people still have iPods? Uh, on on uh, on whatever you know your Spotify playlist. How about that? Even though I don't think that's out there in the universe, or I would have got sued. Um, that's the thing that really sucks. Is I used to play really good music, and you know, besides this this heater of a of a song, and it's it's down to just a few tracks because they're coming for me. They think I got like boatloads of money. You know what I mean? I do all right, but I mean, come on. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna comply. All right, I'm not gonna play the song and pay you your money. I'll put it like that. All right. Uh, let's talk a little <laughs> Iowa State Cyclones. TJ Otzelberger, 19 and 14 a year ago, second round of the NCAA tournament, nine and nine in the conference. Remember what the year before? What? Elite eight was it? Elite eight, I believe. Um, Sweet 16. Sweet 16. Lost to Miami in like a, in like what, a, like a 52 to 40 game, 52 48 or something like that. I feel like just, just a grinded out game. Um, Jaron Holmes is gone. Gabe Kyle Schlerschler is gone. Osun Usuni, all those former uh, St. Bonnie's players gone. Caleb Grill got kicked off the team. They said, "Get the fuck out of here!" Uh, mid-season last year, and that was kind of a turning point. I felt like, but they. What's impressive is they have Trey King on this team, folks. If you do not follow college hoops, you know, very intensely, like. Trey King has been all around the world with digital under digital underground had a song about this, but he, they've been all around. Trey King has got to be 28 years old. All right. Because well, I coach against him at Austin P when he was at Eastern saying. Kentucky. That's what I'm saying. He <laughs> yeah. was at Georgetown for a cup of coffee. I'm just yes. like, what Trey King is, is this? And I like, I'm Googling. I'm like, yeah, it's still the, the same Trey King. Holy shit. Um, they brought in Keyshawn Gilbert from UNLV. Um, which I think when he was original recruit, maybe I think at UNLV from him, uh, that's a nice get. Um, I guess having Trey Quinn and Hassan Ward is a pretty good front court, you know, considering he's 29 years old, considering he played with olden Polynes. Um, but uh, yeah, I do worry a little bit about the s- scoring the ball here. Uh, Tom and Lipsy was a freshman that I know they were excited about a year ago. Um, I here's what's crazy. I know they're bringing. They have a lot of freshmen that they like. They also bring in Curtis Jones from Buffalo and and a few other transfers. But 
I trust Otzelberger's culture because he's done it back to back years. He did it instantly. I feel like, but yep. I will say the cupboard looks a little more empty this year as opposed to last year. Mac. Yeah, you mentioned it. Struggle to score. Uh, they sh- they've been outside the top 100 in the first two years there, and they found a way to win 20 plus each year. 40 41 wins in two years. I they're going to find a way to grind out 19 20 wins once again because of their culture, their home court. The home court's uh, off the charts. Oh yeah, Hilton, I mean that's that's the main thing for these newcomers when they go to a place like that, Manhattan, Morgantown. They're like, holy shit, this this wasn't in the American. Um, but it, like except, they're except, except in Greenville, North Carolina. Well, yes, yeah, yeah. There they're exception to the rule, but um, <laughs> I I I trust the culture, and and I think Lipsy at the point guard position will take a step from freshman year. Last year they didn't even guard him because he couldn't shoot outside three feet. But I like you said, man, they're going to guard, they're going to grit, grind, and and win twenty games. Middle of the pack team once again, for that. and they're super excited about this freshman Omaha Belu. Perfect fit in Ames. Perfect. Great, great fucking name. Yeah. Uh, I'm penciling them in for the seventh seed. That's exactly where they belong. <laughs> I think he's the racist bear in the country bear jamboree at Disney World. <laughs> uh, Rush, I know you have uh, family connects in Ames. Have you uh, have you gotten word that Omaha Baloo is awesome? I haven't gotten any word in in terms of that. But what I will say about this Iowa state team is basically what we're all saying is their defense is their offense. I remember uh, going to the game last year when West Virginia in Morgantown played Iowa state and Lipsy for, for being a guard, that guy can defend of course, but what averages seven points a game. Every time he had the ball was like, shoot, just people would back off him. Go ahead, shoot. You can take as many shots a game as you want. Um, I think Iowa State's style of play is absolutely fantastic when it comes to late January, early February, and you're just trying to grind out a win. I don't think, as we saw, unfortunately, to Pitt, when it gets later in the season, uh, it doesn't translate well when it comes to March Madness. So I think, you know, a solid middle of the pack team is going to do great things, especially when they're at home. Uh, They'll win their games. They'll get to the tournament and then lose either the first or second round. Yeah. See, you gotta you gotta take it a little serious when people in Iowa are hoping or hyping up a guy named Omaha. Like that's <laughs> that's yeah. a step that they probably aren't that willing to take, and they're just diving right in. But that's a very see, good I, point. That's a I very see, good point. I see Lipsy taking a step forward. I'm pretty sure he's from Ames. Like I'm pretty sure he's a high school Ames product. So I see him taking a step forward because he gives a shit. But Otzelberger's offense is so hit and miss. There's there's going to be games that they, again, pick people off, and there's going to be games that you think against a bottom feeder they should be able to eat in, and they might end up losing it by two or four points or something like that because they can't score the basketball. Uh, and Rob Donaldson in the chat saying, Baloo is the highest rated recruit to ever play at an Iowa university. Wow. That's bold. They might, they might have three stars. <laughs> Yeah, that, so three stars. Yeah, right. So, so what? What is that? What? Uh, look, Rob's from the great state of Iowa, but I'm saying, yeah. you know, who you who you calling out here? Uh, Kevin Gamble from the '87 Celtics. You know what I mean? Hey, like, like in his fifth year, George Niang just hit four stars. <laughs> hey, hey, Col- hey, Colby. I know it's only been two years, but is quietly Otzelberger 
the basketball version of Kirk Ferentz, where it's going to be ugly as hell, but hey, man, you're going to chalk up 20 wins. You're in the dance, and it's not grass is not always greener on the other side. Oh, that's beautiful. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> then do you remember how bad they were before? They better be yes. they better. Look, even if you have an early, you know, early exit, it doesn't matter. Like the yeah. fact you're the way you're in every game almost, I feel like, well, a couple games you'll get blown out because your offense won't won't be able to, but for the most part, he's resurrected this program and got it back to where it should be. And you should be, yep. yeah, that's a great comparison though. That's a great comparison. Um, all right, look, before we get to the next, the next team here, I want to tell you that the college basketball experience is brought to you by the game time app. Yes. Buying tickets to your favorite event. Shouldn't be that stressful. All right. Maybe you're thinking you're going to work out, go to the Hilton Coliseum in Ames. You don't realize that that place gets absolutely fucking lit. And you just think you're going to be able to walk up to the window and say, I'd like a ticket to see the game, please. No, no, it's not going to work out that way. That's why you need the game time app because game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater that is near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you'll be having at that very event. So forget planning months in advance. What's that ever done for anybody? Uh, snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, use the promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Once again, create an account, redeeming code CFBX for $20 off. Download the game time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right. Next up, we jump on over to actually, wait a second. I have another ad read. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame bets. Uh, look, win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com and use the promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching. Start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right, now we jump back into the action here in the Big 12 as we jump over and talk about. Uh, yeah, shout out to Josh in the chat. We appreciate you checking in, Josh. Um, Kansas, the Jayhawks. Isn't that great? That self imposed four game suspension. They didn't even need to do that. He would have got off Scott. He got off Scott free. Unfucking believable. The FBI, we have your playbook. <laughs> the NCAAs, what a fucking joke. You powerless jackasses. The NCAA, not not the FBI, but yeah, the we can, we can throw that in there. Uh, there's been a couple incidents with the FBI that uh, you know, don't don't come for me though. Don't come for me. All right. Um I mean, guys, come on. This is this is ridiculous. Oklahoma State <laughs> was, was not allowed to go to the NCAA tournament off of a minor infraction. And meanwhile, Kansas has like a thousand infractions. Now I get it, Kansas fans. I don't want you to be bitter because I know every other power school was doing it. But the fact that they came down on Oklahoma State for nothing, they missed the tournament, and Kansas gets off scot free. Absolutely fucking ridiculous. Everyone involved with the NCAA is a fucking joke. All right. They're the circus. They're the fucking circus when they come to town. Because, oh my God, I cannot believe when I read that. If you look into the infractions that Oklahoma State did compared to Kansas, it is 
it's like going to two different planets, man. I mean, it's, it's really unbelievable, but bill self, he escaped fog. Allen Fieldhouse is awesome. And don't, and like I said, I'm not super mad at Kansas cause everyone else was doing it. I don't hold animosity towards Kansas because of that. Um, but I just find it hilarious that, you know, the NCA decided to ruin a bunch of kids lives about going to the NCA tournament, you know, for, for no good reason. Uh, it's like Jerry Tarkanian said the great Jerry Tarkanian, the Tark shark said, you know, yeah, look, uh, Kentucky got caught cheating. That means Cleveland state's going to be on probation for 10 years. All right. Great, great quote. Uh, Jalen Wilson's gone. Grady Dick just one and done. Joseph uh, Yasufu for the old, the old Drake bulldog. God, Ernest. Uh, uh, how do I pronounce his name? Uday Uday gone. Um, but, oh my God. I mean, the, the, the fact that they have Dewan Harris, who's so underrated in my opinion, they have Kevin McCuller who transferred from Texas tech, went to the national. Once again, this is like the crier situation all over again. Um, they have uh, KJ Adams and then they add just a slew Hunter Dickinson and Nick Timberlake. I mean, Timberlake, he can play man. If you watch Towson, the tigers, and then obviously Hunter Dickinson leaves Michigan. I mean, just killing it in the transfer portal. They also have a, a slew of, as you can imagine, stud freshman El Marco Jackson coming in from Connecticut of all places. Unbelievable, Johnny uh, Furphy from uh, from Australia. We got a Dundee, uh, and and a slew of other ones. They also brought in Park, Parker Braun from from Santa Clara. I mean, they should win the Big Twelve. <laughs> this is like uh, this is just a pretty easy handicap here. That roster is incredibly talented. Now it's going to be interesting to see if they can make make it all work. You know. But uh, and I know Noah's Noah's in the chat bitter because Dickinson doesn't play any defense. He's not going to need to here. All right, uh, Mac, your thoughts on the Jayhawks and uh, and them winning the Big Twelve again? I fucking hate this team. Um, <laughs> yeah, they they they're the best team. Move along. Just kidding. Uh, I you know I actually would have looked to fade him with the whole Dickinson and cause he's got some front runner in him. I mean, we've seen him. He didn't go to the fucking tournament at Michigan last year with two lottery picks on his team. So he does got a little bit of that front runner in him, but they got Dwan Harris, arguably the best defensive floor he's general. A, he's in college so underrated, basketball. man. He's so underrated. Kevin McCuller veteran, maybe one of the best wing defenders in college basketball. They got pieces around Hunter Dickinson. And, and and these 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 white guys that they got Dickinson and Timberlake they are going to be a pain in the ass for everybody because they're so cocky and annoying but they're going to be damn good. I have Kansas uh, as the best team in the Big Twelve, obviously, and I think they're the best team in the country. And you just think about how Dickinson's going to be used. I mean, you just think about all the bigs that Bill Self has had: uh, Azabuki, Jeff Withy, Cole Aldridge, the Morris twins, Thomas Robinson. I mean. He's the next guy up. He's he yeah. he's probably going to win Player of the Year. Wow! And I don't, and I hate him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I just called a spade a spade. Yeah. Bill Self is going to get him four layups a game just with how he runs his offense with the high low stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, Joel Embiid, <laughs> that's another yeah. Kansas big. <laughs> you can go on and on, and man, yeah, uh, killed it in the portal. Uh, Rush, your thoughts on the Jayhawks, and uh, do you have them finishing anywhere else besides first? No, 
Uh, <laughs> Ryan basically said it all, but I will say this, a team that needs to be switched to first place is the 2018 West Virginia Mountaineers. Yes. They vacated that stuff. Give hugs the ring, get, hang the banner. We'll take our big 12s any way we can get them. That, that, that's, I'm going back to Fair. 2018. Fair. First, so <laughs> he went you to ever notice how they You ever notice how they vacate wins, but they never vacate the losses for who loses the game to the cheaters. Yeah. That, that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but dude, I mean, my thing is like the, like I understand it from West Virginia's point of view, but from like, if you're looking at Duke, if you're looking at Carolina, if you're looking at, Oh, they all do it. Yeah. I mean, oh, fuck Kansas. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, look, I can rip everybody here. I mean, but uh, yeah. Uh, hey, my grandpa went to SMU. It happens. We get it. Like it, it, but it's just that now that it's open and they're not even really denying it. And we have a bill self-imposed four games. I mean, okay. You, <laughs> yeah. you brought it, you brought it out to the open, like that yeah. parts on you. So give us our banner. Yeah. That, yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. But yeah. My, uh, on this season, Ryan's right about Kansas everywhere else. They're going to, it's, I, I do. I is. do. I do. I am a bill self fan because bill self, uh, was a speaker at, uh, hugs is what was it? Uh, fish fry uh, fish fry. Yeah. The fish. Yeah. I don't know why I blanked out. And we were in the VIP back room. And this is one of the greatest stories of all time. Cause my fiance Shelby was back there on the couch was Dave Portnoy, <laughs> Bob Huggins, bill self. And my fiance, I go, you know how much money's on that couch with you right now? And and Bill Self comes up there, he goes, Hi, my name's Bill. <laughs> like, like, and I'm like, no shit, Bill. We know who the fuck you are, Bill. <laughs> Introducing himself he's, he's like a regular guy. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> hey, I mean, look, I, back in the day when he was at Tulsa, I was I was a huge fan of those teams he had at Tulsa. It's just, yeah. you know, you know, now he's just he's had so much success. I don't want to say you root against it because he's successful, yeah. but in a way, I almost feel like that's human nature. Where you're like, ah, fuck this guy. He's had too much success. No, that's how uh, I feel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but shut Bill, up. Bill self tried part. to impose himself in between <laughs> you and uh, your girl, Ryan. On that yeah. couch. I was like, yeah, hey, get hey, out of here. You Bill. Let, you you're moving into my one. squirrel. Right? Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can have, you can have your 15 big 12 championships and shove it up your ass at the fall. <laughs> <laughs> Troy, Troy. I mean, you said before that you thought Kansas was a, a, a bottom dweller in the big 12. What, what, <laughs> what were your reasons for that? Well, it's hard for a team that's going to get every single call in every game to be a bottom dweller in the big. <laughs> uh, I didn't even get to and, that part. <laughs> and and the only reason bringing it up is because Rush already stole my Bill self-imposed, but my my usual go-to is Bill selfish, and that's what he did in the transfer <laughs> portal. Is he just took everybody good? And Dewan <laughs> Harris is like a like a half foot taller version of Marquise Noel. I mean, he can't shoot the ball quite yeah. as well, but yeah. when it comes to that motor and what ha like how that team runs that kid is awesome this Kansas team is probably winning the big 12 at plus 200 though not really worth no yeah yeah fair fair I mean with it being so loaded uh a hey, uh real quick the best bit uh best bet in college basketball if Kansas is ever losing in the second half at the fog it's an automatic live money line play. Yes. Cause you know, yes. like you, you know, they're going to get every call. Free the other throws. team's going to fucking pucker up and they're going to find a way to win. That's the <laughs> most automatic live bet play of all time. Yeah, no, you're right. And I feel like we keyed in on that last year. What was it? What was the game where I feel like it was just a terrible call down the stretch? Was that Texas tech? 
Texas was Tech and Oklahoma. Oklahoma yeah. had him beat it the fog and yeah. Yeah. But it was but like, oh, here we go again. It's unbelievable <laughs> what they did in the portal. Folks, if you're watching on YouTube, stick around. We're gonna jump uh stay tuned. I'm gonna jump to the B side of this. But uh yeah, so hang on tight.